Welcome back to another Hilcha Shabbos here, and we're continuing the halachis of Chazara, returning something to the fire on Shabbos. What happens if someone Friday night or Shabbos morning sees that his chalent's getting dried out and it's burning, and he wants to add water to the chalent? Is that allowed or not? So that's simple. If he takes water from the sink, that's Issa the Arisa of Bishel. He cannot take uncooked water and put it into the crockpot. The question is to take water from a kettle that's on the stove, on the blech, or from the urn, where there, right now, it's on a fire, and it's hot, and it's cooked, and the shayla is to put it now into your child pot. That's really like Chazaro. It's coming from one place that's on the fire into another place. As long as your child is on a blech, which is garifakotum, which means that the heat source of the child is covered with a blech, with a, a piece of silver foil or a thick piece of silver foil, something that's covered, then you're allowed to put from the water, from the urn, into the child. That should be mutter. But there could be a lot of different problems with doing this. The first child is... What about the problem of Hagasa? That if something's on the fire, you're not going to mix it. So here, if you take a kettle and you pour water directly into the child while it's on the fire, it could be a shy law of mixing because the water goes in and mixes it. So that the H will be either to pick up the pot a little bit off the fire or to do it very slowly, put the water very slowly, it doesn't mix it. Number two question is, is that... It's, sometimes it's a little hard to bring the kettle here if it's plugged in. So could I bring the chalent to the kettle? So you bring it to the urn. You bring the chalent to the urn, put it under the urn, and, let, and pour water from the urn directly into the chalent, then return the chalent pot to the fire. That should be fine. So what's the shiloh over here? There's a little bit of shiloh here of boss of a chalav. Why? Because your chalent is flashix and your urn you use for coffee. So now if you put the chalent pot very close to the urn, there might be steam from the chalent going up onto the urn and making the urn in this way, making it... Um, flesh chicks would be a problem to have coffee from it. So the eight for that is to keep it far away where there's no steam reaching the urn. It's a little hard to do. So the other eights would be, some say, to take the cover of the pot, of the chalent pot, and let it slide on the, on the cover of the pot into your chalent, and therefore you don't run into a problem of the zaya, of the steam of the, of the meat reaching the urn. Now, there's another problem... What about if the water in the urn is not so hot? Let's say the urn only goes to 160, 170 Fahrenheit. When you put it on to, into the chalent, you're putting it onto the fire, and you're boiling even more. Now it might go up to 210 or 200. Is that a problem of Bishel? So a lot of places come it's a sugar problem of Bishel. As long as, if the urn goes to, goes to, the, to the degree of 212, 212 Fahrenheit, then it's, it's cooked as much as it could to the boiling point. So then that wouldn't be a problem. But let's say you have an urn that doesn't go to the boiling point. Could I add that water to the chalent? So that's a shiloh. Some are not there, because they say, it's a block change, you'll goof out and really care about it, doesn't get so hot, different svaras, but it's a little bit of a shiloh. Another question is, could I put the water into a cup from the urn, and that will save you boss of chalav shiloh, and put it into the chalant? That's another shiloh, a shiloh called pinam mechem lamechem, which is, we're not going to go into, but it's also a shiloh, some amekel, some amachmer. So if you, if you, so, someone has to do that, there isn't one to be samechan, but on the, the bottom line is that in order to do, add to this path, you, you have to worry about four different chashashas. Chashash number one is a bishul gabi the water if the water is not fully cooked in the urn already and they put it into the chalm. Number two is the shallow of magus, of mixing. Number three, there's a uh, iser of a chazara you have to work with. And number four, this is a boss of a chalav. Therefore, someone should not do, should not add water to his chalav without knowing the halachas klar, knows exactly what he's doing, then he can do it. If he doesn't know exactly what he's doing, he should not do this because there are shilas that come up when you're trying to add water to the chalav. So make sure before you do it, you ask a rav or 
you listen to the shear again and get clearly the best way to do it. The best way to do it would be to get the water directly from the urn into your pot. And the only shower will be is if the urn's not 212, that'll be a shayla. But let's say it's 212 boiling, then it'll be, then it'll be mutter without a problem to add that water to your chalam pot, as far away, and then put it back onto your garva cotton flame.